I've been thinking a lot about uh, childhood traumas that I've experienced whilst I've been in Edinburgh this year, which may sound like a weird thing to be doing in the middle of a festival where there's all of these amazing things happening. Um, but I've been doing a solo show about those things. Um, and so when I was doing that solo show about those things, every day I was talking about, you know, the, some of the worst things that have happened to me. And I've been, you know, going out on the streets and trying to convince people to come in and see some of the worst things that have happened to me, you know. Um, and I've been also in the nights running this night, Stand Up Tragedy. So I've been out on the streets saying to people, tragedy, would you like to see some tragedy? And nobody does want to see tragedy often because the word tragedy kind of makes them go, oh, no, I want to be happy tonight. I want to think about happy things. And I say there's some laughs as well as some tears. And sometimes there is. People do uh, make th do things that make people laugh on this stage. Uh, but sometimes there's not. I mean, sometimes the comedians come with a really straight set and uh, an opportunity to not make people laugh and to actually make them cry. And, and when those moments happen, people might have uh, a hard time in here. We've heard some quite, quite uh, tough material in here, I think. Tonight. Hello. And welcome to the Stand Up Tragedy Podcast. I'm Dave, and this is some more of me talking about tragedy during our last hour of tragedy that we recorded at this year's Edinburgh Fringe Festival. When I've been thinking about childhood traumas and why I want to sort of talk about them and why I want to uh, do shows that look at things that are sad and which are hard to look at and, and, and complicated, um, I was thinking about, about my childhood, about my, the time when I was experiencing those traumas. And the thing is, I'm not going to talk about the traumas. You can relax about that now. I'm going to be talking about like things around the traumas. So that's okay. But yeah, um, so when I've been thinking about my childhood, it's like when I think about those moments, then I, I can think about this really dark childhood, this really sad childhood, this really this childhood filled with pain and abuse and things like that. Right. But that wasn't all of my childhood. That wasn't all of that moment of my childhood. At the same time, there were other things happening, mundane things, you know, like in life, you have mundane things, then terrible things, and also really happy things. I had like really happy things going on in my life, like my friendships and going to stay with my dad were really happy. My, my ha family home was not a happy place, but going to stay with my dad was some of my best memories, some of the best moments of my life. And when I was experiencing that, I was in uh, the, the city of Coventry. Does anyone know the city of Coventry? Someone does, but not very many people. Coventry is a, a kind of complicated city in that it was bombed. It like had loads and loads of uh, car manufacturing stuff in it. So when in the war, it was bombed uh, because that's where all of the manufacturing was. And they, they pretty much, you know, the, everyone knows the Blitz in London, but Coventry had a, a very serious Blitz. And when that happened, uh, the cathedral was bombed and it was, and it was destroyed and the cathedral was kind of destroyed. And they took um, the, uh, the, 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 the posts that had fallen and charred and they made a sort of charred cross to remember that and that's called the old cathedral but one of the other things that happened from that bombing from all of that turmoil was that they made the new cathedral and the new cathedral is this beautiful building with this beautiful bits of art in it and it is not just a building it is an instrument like when they made that that cathedral they made it to be played they made it to sound to have this beautiful sound coming out of it and so in Coventry when you go to see those two cathedrals you see this old cathedral where dark things and destruction and misery and sadness happened but you also see this new cathedral where new life and new growth and new things grew out of it and 
for me, that is why I kind of feel like when I look back at my childhood, it's important to talk about the, da- the dark things as well. Because when you talk about the dark things, the light grows out of them. It isn't just like a, a terrible, bleak place. And I have a lot of bleak places in my life. I, I kind of experience anxiety and depression and all of those things. But if I didn't experience the darkness, I think in some ways, I wouldn't really appreciate the light. Um, and when I was talking about this with my friend uh, Liz, who pr- produces the show uh, today, and uh, we were sort of talking about traumas. We're a happy bunch at Stand Up Tragedy, and uh, she, uh, I sort of said about the two cathedrals and all of these things that I was feeling, and why it was frustrating to me that people didn't want to come in and and and, and talk about uh, dark things because we've all got them, and it makes us feel less alone when we share them. It makes us understand that shit, I had that shit, and so does someone else, and that's how it's been in my solo show, incidentally. Like people who've come have been like, wow, that that reminds me of stuff that happened in my life when they cry in my solo show uh, they didn't cry uh, for, for, for my story they cried for their stories but the act of crying when you allow yourself to do it when you do it freely can be a very cathartic experience and so yeah when I told Liz about all of that stuff she said Star Trek 5 and I okay <laughs> and, 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 and she said and she said, well, you know, there's a quote from Kirk and she, she misquoted it at the time, so I won't embarrass her uh, now, but we looked it up on the internet. Um, and, uh, and, and, in, and in Star Trek V, Kirk says, uh, pain and guilt can't be taken away with the ways, wave of a magic wand. They're the thing that we carry with us, the things that make us who we are. And if we lose them, we lose ourselves, right? And I think that's, that's it for me. The pain, the sad things are what made me who I am. And when I share those with other people, they're talking, they, they feel the things that made them who they are. And it's not nice and it's not, and it's not happy. But from looking at who we are and embracing ourselves and, 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 and at the beginning of the night, the first set was about not loving yourself. And I find it hard to love myself. And one of the things that helps me to love myself, and I occasionally get those moments of loving myself now, I, I occasionally get them. And what allows me to have those moments is having looked at those traumas, having thought about them, having dealt with them, you know, and that is why I make this show and that is why I've been making this solo show in Edinburgh and that is why I've been thinking all the way through the Edinburgh Festival this year about sad, traumatic events that happened to me and I am bloody glad that I have done that. Uh, So thank you very much uh, for listening to my ramble at the end of the fringe about what I'm thinking about. Um, How how are we doing for time? Do we have time for me to do my song? Yes, we do. So today's podcast isn't going to be a long one. We've released loads of content over this summer during August particularly we put out every single one of our hours of tragedy that we recorded at the Edinburgh Festival which means we pretty much went out daily during August so there's loads to catch up on so I don't want to overload you with audio now because there's probably some that you haven't listened to that's come out from us recently so have a listen back to our summer of tragedy We had some really, really amazing shows, so I really recommend doing that. And the other shows that we've done this year, the ones we've done in London, Tragic Winter, Tragic Spring and Tragic Summer, have also been really amazing. So if you haven't listened to those, go back and listen to them. This year, I think Stand Up Tragedy has really become what I imagined and hoped it would be at the beginning. So if you're just coming to Stand Up Tragedy now, I really recommend having a listen back to this year. And in fact... The year before was pretty good and the year before that the shows get less good the further back you go as is the way with making stuff we've got better the podcasts are going to be going back to coming out every two weeks now so we'll be putting out every two weeks either new material recorded at one of our live shows or some of our older material remixed and repackaged into new combinations as part of our selected tragedy series 
You don't have to wait very long before there's more live tragedy that you can see in person. We're doing Tragic Autumn, the last of our four seasonal shows and our last proper show of 2015. That is happening on the 16th of October at the Hackney Attic. We've got an amazing lineup. We'll be recording three podcasts. So we've got Act One Tragic Changes featuring Adam Lampier from the Beta Males the amazing spoken word artist Adele Hampton and the enigmatic and brilliant comedian Ben Target. Then we've got Act 2, which is Tragic Schooling with guest host Liz Bailey. If you listen back to our ninth show from Edinburgh, you'll hear Liz doing 10 minutes around the kind of stuff that Tragic Schooling is going to be about. Basically, the tragedy of the death of the welfare state is what she covered. Her performance was really brilliant, so I recommend going back and listening to that. And for Tragic Schooling, she's going to be bringing together some other academics to, to talk about the tragedies befalling our world politically with some laughs as well as some tears and then finally we've got act three tragic fall which is featuring the comedians james harris and yorick moll and we've got the comedian and storyteller bridey lee kennedy they'll be looking at whatever tragic fall means to them the doors open at 7 30 it's five pounds in advance from the hackney attics website seven pounds on the door The tragedy should finish around 10.30pm, but if you want to stay and drink and talk or even dance afterwards, you're very, very welcome to do so. As I say, it's the last proper stand-up tragedy of this year. There will be some more next year. I'm going to be organising at least two live shows next year, but this is your last chance for a while. So come along and share in the tragedy if you're in the London area. And that's not the only thing that Stand Up Tragedy is doing in 2015, however. We've got a special night called Stand Up Tragedy Presents that we're running on the 19th of November, which is going to be a double bill of solo shows. It's going to be my solo show, What About the Men? Mansplaining Masculinity, which is a show about the damage that society does to men and the damage that men do to people as a result of society, featuring kind of true storytelling, a lot of my most personal and tragic moments and a kind of TED Talk framework talking about some issues around gender and identity. It got some really amazing reviews in Edinburgh, two four-star reviews, one five-star review, really amazing reactions from the audiences. It's too tragic to include as part of stand-up tragedy in many ways, although some extracts of it have come out on the podcast already. It's quite a serious show. I do warn you of that it's about some dark and complicated issues but i think there is hope in there and i think it is definitely talking about important things to talk about because that's what stand-up tragedy is all about making a safe space to talk about unsafe things so it's going to be my show first and then it's going to be the really amazing spoken word show howl of the banty which has been written and performed by aj mckenna who i saw up in edinburgh her show is really amazing and about important stuff it's funnier than mine uh, and is in verse but it's also about some serious issues around gender and definitely a case of talking about important things that are not said so again fulfilling our brief about talking about making a safe space to talk about unsafe things her show attacks banter from the point of view of a trans woman 
it's pay what you like to get in. So you, if you've not got very much money, you don't have to give us much money. But if you do have money, please give it to us. We've both put a lot of time and work into our shows. We want to pay our sound technician and we want to pay ourselves a little bit of money, which is particularly important in the case of AJ because she doesn't live in London. She's traveling, so she needs to cover her travel expenses. The doors open at 730 at the dog start in Brixton on the 19th of November, my show is at 8 o'clock and AJ's show is at 9.15. And that's basically all of the sadmin over for this episode of the podcast. Like I said, it's a short one this week because I want to give you time to catch up. Please share the podcast, spread the word about the podcast. If you can afford to pay any money to support the podcast, then you can do that by going to our website, www.standuptragedy.co.uk. You can make friends with The Tragedy on Facebook. You can follow The Tragedy on Twitter at standup4tragedy, the number four. Thank you so much for listening. And for now, The Tragedy is over. podcast has been produced by me with sound production from Stephen Harvey with music at the beginning from Sam Wilkinson and playing us out with The Tragedy Is Over, George Brufton and the Reaction.